2: I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith and Smith, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things live. <laughs>
3: I'll start by doing this. <laughs> oh, the reverse drive
2: stance. <laughs> How does it worked? Well, didn't crash or anything.
3: We're back here.
2: Back in the room, massive in echoey room. Echoey halls of Bicester heritage. <laughs> um, it's the room I would suspect that Paul Young's pianist was in, or <laughs> any
3: 80s Simple Minds album. Oh, yeah, made. yeah, yeah, yeah. So spacious. It's so, it's so much space. Lovely space. Before we go on, I just wanted to, I meant to do this in the last episode, but I, um, I went to a, a car um, a pageanty thing. Did you just use and the word don't call it a pageant, but it might as well, because it's one of those things they would call a pageant. I think it was called a festival, actually. Festival of Motoring. Festival of Motoring. Motoring in Bath Bath. And uh, in the uh, programme... Yes. There's an advert. Now, I've been... I, I mentioned a few weeks ago on the podcast that I saw a man in Bath Bath with a saab face. <laughs> and he was driving a Saab, thankfully. Otherwise, it would have been hard to spot. Sarby face. Now, since then, I've become slightly obsessed with the fact that there are a lot of Sarbs in Bath Bath. Really? Yes. It's a Sarby town. And I couldn't figure out why. What, Sarby? What, Sarby? <laughs> no, it's just, I think, uh, I sort of thought, OK, it's kind of, you know, Georgian and pleasant. Maybe it just naturally attracts Sarb people. But then, in the programme of the Festival of Pageantry, or whatever it was called... There was that advert. Simply Saab. It's does that garage. say dot com? It do, oh, actually it does, yes. Simply Saab Simply Saab. Now they are actually nearer to Bristol. And in a way this makes sense. They actually don't know Saab's gone out of business because oh. they think it's the 90s stuff. <laughs> but it would explain. There is a trusted Saab fettler in the area to keep your Saab going and suddenly it all falls into place. Of course they're advertising in the... Bath pageants of motoring supplements, whatever it is. But it's their slogan that really got me. Now Is it not simply Saab? Or is that the name of the company? Yeah, their slogan is it does what it says on the fucking tin. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't. No. Their slogan is, I think needs some work. Oh gosh. (laughs) Their slogan appears to be we believe that our continual growth over the last thirty years has been no accident. (laughs) No accident. It's not exactly, you'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife, for catchiness. But It's also, not Mr Cadbury's parrot. You don't are they go, referring Ooh. to the company of Saab? Not I don't know. Well again, they under. don't know. Our growth over the last 30 years is no accident. Yes, it's the accident of Saab going out of business and all the Saab dealers closing down. That's why they've grown. I feel it's a little disingenuous. <laughs> <laughs> Have you written, to, have you, in fact, have you left a little card
2: uh, on, the, uh, on the front of their door? Well, I think I'd have to buy a Saab for that. Would you borrow a Saab? Yeah. Someone's bought a Saab. It's out there. It's a two-door
3: Lovely. Sweet, sweet
2: card. Sweet. A round sweet, of applause for
3: turning card. up in a Saab. Sweet, sweet. I've been, you know, ages ago, I told you about that game I play. I like, I, I, I like to, I work at home a lot on my own, so, you know. You make your own amusement. You've got a working-at-home jumper, you've shared it with us. I have, yeah. yeah. It's too hot for it at the moment, but I sometimes just get it out anyway. Um, no, I, I, so I started changing the word heart in songs to the word Saab, because it amused me, <laughs> particularly the rhythmics. You have placed a chill in my Saab. <laughs> because if you imagine it's Annie Lennox singing it to an air conditioning specialist who's just regassed gassed her 9.5. I'd be pissed right off about it, it, that. It t- changes the tone of the song, but it's quite good. Anyway, I was, I was listening uh, the other day to the radio and Borderline by Madonna came on. I love that track. It's a great track. But it gave me a new game. Now, it's not as neat as Heart and Saab because it's not a half rhyme. But fuck it, I do it anyway. OK. Because I work at home a lot. Yeah. You just replace the word love with the word Saab. What? Because in Borderline, that gives you... You keep on pushing my Saab over the Borderline... <laughs> And from there, you have boundless possibilities. Saab. What is Saab, for example? <laughs> what, well, by Alison Moyer. Yeah, it could be by Alison Moyet. The Power of Saab by Huey Lewis. <laughs> or Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs>
2: well, you just simply get the tech specs out and you just start reeling them off to yeah. Louis, 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 Louis. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. And, and his news. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> his news. You can't hurry Saab. You'd go straight to Viggen, wouldn't you just go straight yeah, to Viggen yeah, yeah. for the
3: power of Saab, you definitely would. Yeah. But yeah, you can't hurry Saab, that's different, that's like a low-pressure turbo one. You can't <laughs> hurry Saab. You can't hurry Saab, you just have to wait for the pressure to build up in the turbo Yes. yes. system. LPT. Um. Yeah, LPT, but that's yeah. fine, the economy is better. Of, cu- of course. So yeah, course. this is my new game. Try playing it when the radio's on, just... Yeah, Anyone going to try and play that game? What's Saab got to do What's Saab got to do with, it, exactly. to do with it? Yeah by the late Tina Turner, Yeah, I think that's a fantastic yeah, yeah. idea. We could sing that to that mate of ours, Gary, who used to be the PR man at Saab, and he can bring Saab into any conversation. He'd love that. So you go, what's Saab got to do with it? You go, I don't know, just fancy mentioning Saab, because he does, he's just very keen on Saab. Saab FM. What, sorry, Saab FM? Saab FM. Saab FM. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't that exist? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, this was supposed to be a Q&A. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's all gone a bit easy listening. Yeah, although, although, in fact, let's start
2: the Q&A. Just We'll go straight to you first. What? Oh, gosh. But before that, that, eagle-eyed viewers in the room, audience in the room, the listeners won't know this because they're listening. Yes. And they're not here. Um, look at what's appeared next to the stage.
3: Would you like to describe it to everybody, well. Richard? <laughs> To my mind, that is nothing less, Johnny. I'll
2: lift it up, just in case people are back haven't seen it. And a no name for see suspension mountain bikes. <laughs> well, let's have a look at what we've got here.
3: Has somebody given you this? No. Oh, I see. It's just a prop. They've lent it to you. <laughs> Bugger what? me, it's corroded. <laughs> but it's a, it's a classic of the genre, because it's <sighs> right. it has no
2: brand name on it. There's no brand name on this mountain bike. <laughs> we've got rear suspension.
3: Yes. Does it? Smell faintly of marijuana and canal boat living. Oh,
2: well, the front suspension's absolutely seized. How dry! <laughs> Look, and crucially, no breaks. no, no brakes. Look,
3: but they also have, they can have you just checked
2: how dry is the chain. Oh, the chain's as dry as a witch's teat. Hang on. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. This it doesn't quite. Squeal as much, so, but it's not under tension. Oh, that'll, click.
3: that'll click when you're Oh, that.
2: when you're really like ladling
3: yeah. it, yeah. Uh, Trying to outrun the police. Whilst it's, has anyone got a bag of cans? <laughs> they could can just hang from the <laughs> handlebars just to check it truly is. The horn's a nice touch as well. It's got a big horn. It's got a horn, real, but there's bars. no
2: way of activating it. It's sort of been snapped <laughs> off,
3: I think. <laughs> Who brought this and to, to this show? Chris. Chris. Up here. is Chris an actual no name full suspension on, mountain Chris, bike guy? no
2: yeah Chris, Chris does have a name he's not a no name guy on a no name full suspension uh, so uh, Chris we need to give Chris the mic cuz I said to I Chris just a... Chris just brought it up and he said before you'd ever even started talking about no name suspension mountain bike guys I realized I have a no name full suspension Chris, mountain bike Do you live on a canal boat
1: No
3: Do you mow <laughs> municipal cricket pitches for a living
1: No <laughs> I'm
3: afraid not Do you smoke rolled up cigarettes all right, you're not a no-name no. suspension <laughs> mountain bike guy. I'm
1: a fraud. Sorry, I'm a fraud.
3: Okay. Well, fraud is part of being a fraud, no-name <laughs> suspension <laughs> mountain bike guy, uh, but only sort of benefits. Uh, I, feel like I, I feel like I... feel like defrauding the Lehman Brothers or anything. I feel like I, if I was in an
2: auction room, you'd be talking about it whilst I'd be going like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exquisite piece.
1: That is pretty much how I bought it. Really? It was... Police auction spec. Police auction. That's that's true. Auction spec. Genuine cat D. Right.
3: Where do you live? About um, well near Aylesbury. Did you did you ride here? No. But so what I'm wondering is so now near Aylesbury, there is a man with quite lank hair and a council lawnmower who can't get around. (laughs)
2: You've got his bike. (laughs) I'm going to draw stuff on the seat while he's talking. What? Yeah, you carry
1: on. Yeah, can you yeah. deface it in some way, draw a cock on it or something?
2: Yeah, I'll see what, I'll see what can I can do. He can and will do that. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. He you oh carry on gosh. talking about the story? All
3: right, for the listeners, Johnny is swirling the pen around, so I'm assuming that's the pubes. But, um... <laughs> I love and, the
2: fact that um, you said you had this
1: bike over a decade. Yeah, I bought it about ten years ago. It's... Um, I bought it to go to Le Mans, because getting round at Le Mans is a pain. Ah, It's a Le Mans bike. It's a Le Mans bike. It's been to Le Mans about 10 years, Mm. about 10 times. And never been nicked? No, because look at it.
2: Yeah, it's true. true.
1: And that's why I bought it, because I bought the the shittest bike I could possibly find in the hope that no one would nick it. And unfortunately, nobody has.
3: Well, (laughs) mission accomplished, my friends. (laughs) Any, any,
2: but I want to know if there's been any maintenance. I haven't finished the appendage, so oh, you done. just carry on chatting. Carry on <laughs> Unfortunately, the pen's run out. Um, <laughs> way too much detail. Uh, has it ever broken down on you?
1: No. Um, it basically lives in a flower bed. It lives <laughs> <laughs> in a flower bed? <laughs> for about 11 and a half months of the year. It's actually, the, the reason the chain's actually got some oil on it is because the mum was only six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. What,
3: and you just drove past a failing race car that splashed yeah. some... <laughs>
1: No, I do put some oil on it oh. before I go. Well, it's you're not the, following
3: the rules the, there, then, the, are you? The minor maintenance. You really? No, this is. You no steal good. a
2: bit of oil out of the paddock, don't yeah, yeah. you? Just a little bit in the palm, palm of your hand of and just just jazz it all over the chain. Yeah. You could
3: just uh, carelessly eat a kebab and let a little bit drizzle onto the. If you're really worried about it. Um, anyway, Johnny's going to be here all night drawing a penis yes. on a bike saddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll let you have done on this. No, Thank no. you for bringing this, though. This is it's a it's a classic Chris, of the um, breed, and it's an exquisite piece. And I imagine in twenty years, Bonhams will be selling this for upwards of seven point nine pounds.
1: I'm sure. That's only thirty p less than I paid for it. I think.
3: So. <laughs> okay. You're up on the deal, <laughs> then.
1: Chris.
2: Um, just Thank just you, so that we can we can live through you, um, would you do us the honour of, <laughs> of, of of riding off that way? of the audience just so we can all see oh, there's the pen I'm already not wiping
3: the penis off
2: don't you won't wipe the penis off it's fine <laughs> it's absolutely fine oh, it's, just, it's so dry there you go off you go do a yeah yeah there we go Chris there's no name on that there is no name on that Okay, so question, was a chap at the back who immediately threw the hand up. Right. We must go to him. Here we go. I've
1: many mini, mini club vans we've got are the most useless van known to mankind. You yes. can't get anything in them. What would your
3: most useless commercial vehicle be that's completely inappropriate for what it's designed for? Ooh, most useless commercial vehicle. Like, does it, this have to exist or are we imagining it? The most oh, okay. useless commercial vehicle. Otherwise it's like a Ferrari boxer, yeah. van. <laughs> Um, commercial.
2: I, the most useless commercial vehicle.
3: Well, they um, used to make, I mean, they do still make, don't they, sort of small hatchback vans, but I suppose they've got a use if you just have like a little patisserie. It
2: really something. depends on you. I mean, the, the little uh, Piaggio Ape, um municipal gardens back, uh, yeah. they used to have them in the 80s all around Taunton. They, they always have a rake hanging out of it at a jaunty angle that would hurt you if it went past you. Because <laughs> you just driven by guys that really didn't give a shit. Um, yeah.
3: Very slowly. So I think they're, they're fairly useless. Do you ever see those? They didn't sell them in this country, but you used to find them, I think, in France and in Ireland where there was a tax benefit. They would do uh, like a Renault 21 estate, but it'd be a van version for tax reasons. And some of them, I can't remember if it was the Renault or the Citroën BX, it would still have back doors like a Discovery, you know, discovery vans have. And you think, that's really handy, because you can get to your load through the back. But presumably, to comply with the tax regulation, they, they would have prized the back door handles off. So you've just got fixed back doors. And they what? look stupid. Yeah, I used to see these around all the time. So that, oh, I think Peugeot 405 as well, that would be my vote, just because it's a sort of idiotically compromised estate. <laughs> <laughs> Two more from them later. Uh, do we have another question? Oh, uh, I, 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 I'm just you're being central prejudiced, Yes, I am being centrally prejudiced.
0: Would you rather <laughs> do the Paris-Dakar rally in an Austin Ambassador automatic stuck in third gear with the heating on max? Oh, or, <laughs> or drive a Gordon Murray T50, 4D place optional, on your favourite piece of road, but your passengers are Nigel Farage and DJ Khaled? <laughs> Um, that's a I lot
3: mean, to unpack there. Hang that's how they synthesise misery in a laboratory. Either way. Did so. you say?
2: So it was the parry Dakar in an Ambassador Auto in third. Yeah.
3: With and, the the heater, air, and the heater stuck
2: on. Heating and stuck on full. Or a, a Gordon
3: Murray T50 with two passengers of whom. You're on your favourite road, and it's Nigel Farage and DJ Khaled. <laughs> 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 oh gosh.
2: Oh, God, Khaled's got, got a guitar. Got a guitar. fairy,
3: that would well, be now, Hang on a minute. But the uh, T50 is, a, I think, a, you know, we rev it to the max, it's a loud car. Yes. There's a possibility you could drown out. DJ Khaled's got his megaphone. DJ Khaled's got his megaphone. It's called his
2: mouth, <laughs> unfortunately. Huh. I would go, I'd go... I think I'd go T50
3: with Khaled and Farage. I'd take my chances. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do the Paris-Dakar in an ambassador. <laughs> 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 Much so, it is a fantastically inventive way to... Well, to die, I'd imagine, but, um, yeah.
2: Well, I was doing a bit of research about the London-to-Mexico rally in 1970 uh, yeah. yesterday, and uh, I didn't realise a Rolls shadow entered it and, it? and the entire exhaust system was inverted, so it came out over the bonnet mm. and all the way along the roof. <laughs>
3: They did it, I think a Rolls entered the Paris Dakar, but it was basically they put a Range Rover underneath it. Uh-huh. A shad. It looked quite a mad shit. You know, the first or the second Paris Dakar, the top three cars, I think it was won by a Range Rover, and a Lada Neva was third. It was all bets off in those days. Fantastic. Fantastic. Right. Uh, right. Do we have another question? Go left I'm not or gonna right, be, Rich. You're going to be centrally right. biased. I'm going to go Look, there's that one way. over there. One okay, there. I'm going.
2: When I say there's one over there, I mean it's a person in the audience, just make
3: it sound like I'm hunting or something. That was you who had your hand up, wasn't it? I feel like I'm approaching a man who may not have had his hand up. Steam rally season is upon us. I know. Absolutely. So you've been and looked at the stationary engines and they're filth and goose fat. Yes. And now you're moving on to the harder stuff. There is a row of vintage tractors some of them are Ford in the blue, some of them are Massey Ferguson in the red, some of them are John Deere in the green. Yes. What colour tractors are you guys heading towards? What are you gravitating to? It's a conundrum. Shit. You might as well say, how are you voting in the next general election? It's going to offend somebody in the room. It's going to offend someone. Steam rally. There are loyalists. I know this. There are tractor loyalists. Well,
2: I did, I did the narrow-gauge railway yesterday um, just as a simple warm-up act for the steam rally season. Just because I knew what I was going to get myself into. Um, didn't see any goose fat, but I, uh, I, saw, I saw a lot of pistoning. Okay. So, uh, and obviously steam. So I'm <laughs> thinking on the basis, we're talking blue tractors versus green tractors versus what was the other colour? Red. Red, Massey Ferguson. Massey being red. Or grey, if very old. Mm. Um, what are you thinking, audience? I'm going to. Blue. Green. We're not hearing a lot folds. of red Folds. Folds. Now, was, Folds changed colour, didn't it? Because New Holland, Ford
3: became New Holland. Is that Aren't right? still
2: blue, though. Uh, I think they were still blue. Still blue.
3: Yeah. Okay. I didn't hear anyone shouting out red. See, I'd go red because to it's me, Ferguson, when I was a kid, we used to have friends who were Ford. and They all had MFs. Sexy, sexy MF by, by Prince
2: still still to this day I, I just know Prince, Prince no, massive Prince, agricultural Prince was just going, yeah,
3: pretty, pretty saucy tractor and I've,
2: I've pointed at a tractor and said you sexy MF before <laughs> so I would go actually I would go Deer I would go John Deere. would you? only because I love a yellow seat you don't get yellow seats in cars very often it's a risky colour for a seat mm. especially for a farmer I'd say he probably has a fairly dirty ass. Give them, give them what they do I don't mean I mean the fat I mean the fabric I don't mean the because they you know they're hard working people and I'll stop um, talking now and you yeah. go and ask questions can you else.
3: move through the room again in those yeah. slip-ons do you want me to go move on you rooms? go and do a they're actually mic. exceptionally comfortable are they but are yeah. they grippy are they grippy um
2: yeah okay these are proper rough yellow birds back aren't <laughs> 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 they do you know the think? A question. At the back. I'm gonna go. It gives me a chance to run them in.
3: <laughs> Get some heat into them, Johnny.
0: What's the most inappropriate car you've showed up to a wedding or funeral in? Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh. That's a good, good question. <laughs> That's what? Mine's a Daihatsu 4 track that oh. had, di- had dastardly and motley stickers all over it. What? Yeah. I bought it like that. <laughs> dastardly
2: and motley <laughs> stickers? A wedding or a funeral?
0: Um, I went
3: to um, a funeral, but I... Um, I <laughs> is this funny? It's this not terrible, but it's just it does kind of make me shudder a little bit. That I, I, I was working, it was when I got my first job on Top Gear, so I was like 23, 24, and we had a car in the office that was going free. I needed to do some miles to go to this funeral. And I wasn't gonna say no, because A, it wasn't my car, but B, I also really want to drive it. But unfortunately, it was a bright red Jaguar XKR convertible. (laughs) It's not the most respectful car in the world. And I also insisted, because it was a nice day, weather-wise, on driving it with the roof down. But on reflection, it would have been more respectful to turn the stereo down as I pulled into the church car park. <laughs> and the other problem... The other you weren't problem
2: listening was to, to, like, Simple Minds Alive and Kicking or anything, like that. I can't remember
3: what I was listening to. <laughs> Probably, like, really aggressive drum and bass or something. I don't know. But also... It, it, the, the, I think I blew the fuse on the driver's electric seat what? whilst trying to let some... Because that's the other thing, I turned up with, with three other people in the car... and in letting somebody into the back seat, the, the electric seat stopped working... so I had to drive it like completely hunched over the wheel... <laughs> with two other grown men in the back seat in suits and we were all a bit... Whoa, we're in a festival. oh, we're going to a funeral, sorry, forgot about that. So it wasn't the most elegantly respectful thing that I've ever done. I believe. I don't think I've
2: ever been to a funeral in a disrespectful car, from memory, but what I did do is I... I I remember openly whooping (laughs) and being impressed by the fact that it was a frog-eye Scorpio hearse that pulled Hmm. in. (laughs) And then I realised I'd said it all out loud and there were loads of people there, cos it was coming in, and I was like, shit. Okay, go. On. and I, well, I went in. Oh, it's a
3: frog-eyed scorpion! I, I, I just went. Oh, sorry,
2: sorry. Oh, what? yeah, it's a frog-eyed scorpio. I just don't see them much anymore. Oh. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's inappropriate. Go and sit at the back. And I went and sat at the back.
3: I also, I once drove someone else's Hilux up to the church at a wedding for for no apparent reason. Well, there was a reason, but it's a complicated reason. It was the same wedding where we got to the. Where the reception was, and for some reason we were the first one there. I was with my mum and dad, and we were just standing there in this bar area. And my dad went, "Do you want a pint, Rich?" And I said, like, "Oh, thanks, dad. Yeah, I don't love a pint." He bought me a pint. He didn't buy one himself. What? Suddenly, all these people came in the room. These doors opened. It's the, the lineup, the fucking wedding lineup. I hate the lineup. You you have to go down the line and, and yeah. say, "Oh, you look lovely." Yeah. All these people going down the line. I was the only one who was holding a pint of bitter. <laughs> <laughs> probably in that hand, because I was shaking, hi, hi. The only person I really knew was the the bride. She's the daughter of some family friends. And I got to her with my pint of bitter. (laughs) Big dress. And I thought, oh, don't spill bitter on the dress. So I was like, I'll just do that. And I went in, and I gave her a little kiss on the cheek, and then I couldn't think what to say, and I just went, nice one. (laughs) (laughs) nice one. And that was about 25 years ago and it still haunts me. In your head it was still Britpop era
2: wasn't it? Well it was
3: Britpop era. Oh well there we go. Perfect.
0: Anyway.
2: Um, Any questions? It's quick. Very quick.
0: This is a uh, leftover trivia question for Uh Richard. Uh oh. Which is what type of vehicle is linked by a spoilt child and a feral horse?
3: A feral horse. That's a little cryptic. <laughs> uh, a spoilt child. Feral horse. A feral horse, a Mustang? Australian feral horse. Mustang? <laughs> 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 no, they'd call it Mustango over there, Musta- wouldn't they? Musty. Musty, mate. Uh, Australian, what the fuck? Does anyone know what an Australian feral horse is called? Bromby. A what? Bromby. A Bromby. Subaru? Brumby. Brum- Brumby? 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 It's a ute. Did you just shout ute <laughs> at the back? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other mic gone? I feel so like we su- need. <laughs> Subaru Brumby. Subaru Brumby. Brilliant. Indeed. Oh, Brett. oh, Brett.
2: oh Brett. Brat! Brumby. Brat! It's a Subaru pickup. It's the Brat and the Brumby. Ah. The Brat and the Brumby. Was it only called the Brumby in Australia? So. And Brat everywhere else? I think it was just in Australia.
3: Just in Australia, yeah. Do so you want some supplementary brat trivia? Please. Oh, of course. Never sold in Japan. What? Never sold in Japan. <laughs> it was like there was this chain of what like,
2: down there. Did he like the Aston fire-up? I did. It's for sale.
0: <laughs>
2: Find another.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, um... Oh, there's the hands going. You run, you run this time. These right, shoes... Going. Going. Um, are, they, are they not warmed up? Yeah. Where are we
2: going? Where are we going? I don't want to use them all. I want to save it for the quality up. lap. Yes, sir. When I was 16 and I was a YTS student, I often used to get a lift to work with a chap and I was really impressed that he could uh, roll a cigarette with one hand whilst he was driving. Later on, a friend of mine who was a keen surfer... Uh, used to leave it to the last minute to come back from the West Country and he used to say, change out of his wetsuit whilst driving back from a surfing trip. (laughs) Right? Whilst driving, changing out of a wetsuit. So I just wondered, you know, you're obviously both experienced drivers. What have you done whilst driving that you probably shouldn't have done?
3: (laughs) Johnny, I feel like you should field this one first and better than me.
2: Things have happened over the years, um, let me tell you, or not. Um, I tell you what, one thing that happened is, well, and I might have said this before, and I've never told Porsche, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was borrowing a brand new Cayenne, mm-hmm. and I was going for a weekend away or a week away when my firstborn child was extremely young and she was asleep as a baby in the car and daddy who was driving i'll speak about them in the third third person just makes me feel better about the situation <laughs> uh, was absolutely busting for a wares uh-huh. and i went to pull over for a wares and my wife went don't you dare pull over what because she'll wake up oh. she's only just gone to sleep we were yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, her to sleep yeah. for hours. Mm. so i'm like well got like another hundred miles oh god so I managed to probably crack another 30 miles (laughs) and and then it was like we we really need to talk about what
3: what happens next Um, we need to talk about daddy's bloody because it's uh, about to burst and so what happened was
2: is um, had exceptionally large say one and a half litre bottle of water Mm -hmm. That was all jettisoned out of the window on the passenger side. Because we had bigger fish to fry. And... uh, Fair dues, my... um, Yeah, my then wife said, "Uh, I'll hold it. (laughs) Oh, God! (laughs) I'll hold it. Just drive neatly. Don't make a mistake. So she held the bottle, just so you know. So I drove carefully, uh-huh. consistently, no harsh breaking child remains. It's just like the
3: Jackie Stewart
2: ball in a thing on the bonnet. I don't know if Jackie she Stewart's done really anything like this before. Be I don't implants. know. I'm wearing Jackie Stewart's shoes, but <laughs> the um, Yeah, it went really badly. And um, <laughs> it went. It went really badly, and I know the reason why, and I won't go into all the details. But basically, yeah, uh, you know, like air-to-air refuelling in a, yeah, a, it's an airplane. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just, just didn't quite work, and there was an awful lot of
1: okay
3: overspill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. I had to yeah.
2: clean the Porsche really carefully. Any other questions?
3: <laughs> Any other questions? I will just add that I, um, I, don't, I can't think of anything except I just remembered that there was a, a, a photographer. A car photographer that I sort of vaguely know, I think was once in sort of slow moving traffic on the motorway, and he was really, really bored. And bored? He thought, bored, really bored. You know, kind of stop-starty, but then just kind of trickling along. And he thought, I wonder if I can work the pedals with my hands.
0: <laughs> and the really? And
3: the answer is yes, you can, but you will crash <laughs> into the car in front. Uh, do we have another question? Let's just go. And I've go? told you in a previous podcast when I finished painting
2: my car on on the M5 when it closed because of an accident. I was on you my way. Finished painting. Your I was car? on my way down to a festival. I was with a, an ex girlfriend many years ago, and I was in a com, my comma camper van. And two days before, I'd painted most of it. Yeah. Uh, but I'd got. I'd run out of time. Yeah. It was black. You know, it was matte black. <laughs> and uh, I'd would finished. I'd, I'd not finished the front end. So I took all the paint with me, and I said, oh, I'll paint it at the festival or whatever. And we, we stuck, got, got stuck in a huge traffic jam on the, on the M5, big traffic jam, mm-hmm. boiling hot day. Mm-hmm. I just thought, bollocks. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? I'll finish painting my car. I genuinely got out and started painting my car on a motorway. And I was getting really into it. Yeah. And then, of course, it all starts moving. Oh, that's I've annoying. got the paints
3: out. lots of flies stuck to the... So you painted it matte black? Painted it chalk black. And then you parked it against a matte black surface, so it was a comma chameleon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going now. I'm just going to go out that door. Um, Do we have any more questions at the back? we have one over here? I can see somebody, but I can't get to them. Hang on. Sorry, I'm going to come through here. have the microphone.
0: Uh, With um, MG going from strength to strength with the EV range and Triumph with the concept car that they revealed, Uh, First off, do you think a British Leyland revival is on? And B, uh, how would you make that happen?
3: That's an excellent question. It hadn't ever occurred to me that that British Leyland is playing the long game. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep your heads down, let's give it about 30 or 40 years to them Chinese blokes, come up with some EVs. You should be wearing the jacket when you say this. I know. How are they going to make it happen? So what do we need for else to come back? We need Rover which is sort of was back for a bit with Rui, wasn't it?
2: And American rappers still refer to Range Rovers Range as Rovers. They're
3: good. They're like the, the bridgehead. Okay, so then we get, well, the Triumph. The Triumph's still owned by BMW, so they've given permission to that company, Machina, I think it is, who's done that Triumph concept, but that's kind of interesting. MG's back. What else do we need? Austin. Yes. Okay, well, that's. They Riley? Can, no. Maybe. Well, they kind of weren't BL because they'd sort of been. They were all out. BL. We just need Austin. They? We maybe need a bit of Morris. Which. Yeah. Jag. Well, they're still around as well, aren't they, sort of? Jag's still around. So they're around. It is. This is happening very quietly. Yeah. And I, for one, welcome our new plug hole, badged overlords. <laughs> <so> I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait for. It. They'll slowly just move to achieve the singularity of those. Those dealerships where they've got all they've got far too many cars to sell, basically. I never, I never clocked that
2: it with the the BL badge looked like a plug hole until about. Well, some two people years call ago. it
3: the flying arsehole but it's still the same thing. Either way, it mostly looks like a plug hole. It does look like a plug hole, and it's it's due a, a resurgence. It can come back now. That's fine. We just need to get. I don't know. I suppose probably SAIC, who own MG, could just buy Jag Land Rover, <sighs> buy the rights to that Triumph concept. Yeah, and slowly but surely we achieve our aims sorry I've said too much Um, is there another question
2: that was quick just not you at the front you were a little slower I'm really sorry it was
3: the guy behind you I'm sure everyone's had a go at um, left foot braking has anyone had a go at right foot clutching or is it just me (laughs) (laughs) your dad isn't a photographer who wants to to drive with his hands is he no that's Okay, okay just checking uh, no, I've never tried. Right that. foot clutching. Right foot clutching. Get on. Feels so a bit better. Right I don't
0: feel control. natural. I don't like it. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. to get 30,
3: 30, you get 30, they get 20, 20, 20, you get 20, 20, you get 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a
0: month. So give it a try at slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: I've done you, uh, <laughs> can,
3: the right is the one on the, that side. I've done, uh, I've done left foot throttling. I've done left foot throttling. Have you? Yeah. What, like in a Model T or something where all the pedals are in the wrong order? No,
2: no, I'm just trying to think. I've driven an auto um, with just my my left foot because I got bored of just using my right foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just felt too... It, te- it felt too prejudiced, frankly. So I just thought <laughs> I'd try it for an hour. And it was actually quite good. Look, I look like Quentin Wilson on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Yes, um, I know. Yeah, I know. it's tough, though, and it's not recommended. No, I've never tried that. I did... I remembered
3: as well as the photographer who tried to drive with his hands. I can't um, believe
2: somebody tried to drive with their hands. You know, the,
3: yes, the bored mind is a dangerous place. There was also a lad I went to school, I think I've mentioned this before, was a lad in the year above me at school, and his parents were quite well off, and they bought him a Metro GTA. Sweet. It's brand new. Brand quite new? Quite the thing, yeah, in the... So that would have been sort of like 1990 or 1989, just before the GTA was... Anyway, you know, it's quite a thing. cross wheels. Yeah, they look, pillars. they look neat. They look neat. And one day he was driving down a sort of gravel track and he thought, I wonder how fast I can go before I lose control. What? And then he found out. That was the end of the Metro GTA. It's brand new. Silly twats. Yeah. Just ruined. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just into a ditch. Oh, my god. Well, OK. Over,
2: over here. Well, no, Look at that. That was quick. Don't worry, Rich. I'll get, I'll get this one. OK, <laughs> thanks, mate. Yeah. This one's on me.
0: It was you, wasn't it? Hello. I'd like to know if you've ever had any unusual passengers. Um, my weirdest was probably I had to drop a, an Italian plastic surgeon off at Manchester Airport and he looked at uh, full page images of tits the whole way around the M60 on his laptop. It was extremely distracting.
2: LAUGHTER right mostly, oh, mostly the after shots not the before shots the after shots oh, that thank goodness for that because um, otherwise it would have been a bit pervy right um, yeah okay uh, strangest person you've had in the car
3: was that oh gosh these it's are so difficult move. questions these are really difficult questions when I got my first job on old top gear I also had to insure my car my first car Ford Cap. yeah and they said, what do you do? And I said, well, actually, I just got a job in television. And I was quite pleased about it. And they went, oh. <laughs> this was in the days when you used to still just phone up for insurance. And they went, well, that changes things because it uh, puts you into a different risk category. Hmm? I don't understand. Well, no, it just does. But also, we have to ask will you have any famous people in the car? Famous? Famous. It was a Ford cap when I was 23. And I was like, what do you think I'm going to be driving the Rolling Stones around? Of course there won't be any famous people in the car. <laughs> About three or four weeks later, I found myself giving a lift to Quentin Wilson. <laughs> ah. And I suddenly, as we were driving along, I suddenly thought, oh my God, if we crash now, my insurance is invalidated. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't.
2: I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm. Unusual people. Mm. Oh, Tiff, did you just say? <laughs> what well, Tiff is? Jason unusual. Plato. Jason Plato is quite unusual.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever given him a lift, or does he always drive?
2: He does like to drive. Tiff's not bothered whether he drives or whether he doesn't. No,
3: because I remember once giving Tiff a lift in a. Um, I remember it's weird how what you remember in a Subaru Legacy, press car, just going to lunch, from filming somewhere. Yeah. And I was a bit like, you know, again, I was twenty-three, and I was a bit like, oh shit, it's Tiff. I better drive quickly, otherwise oh gosh, you no. know uh, he'll be bored no, don't or do something. So. Well, no, and we kind of came in a bit hot to a corner, and Tiff just went, "Oh no, the researcher's trying to kill me." <laughs> He's so casual about a near crash, so casual. Yeah, I was very. I remember
2: Tiff saying to me once about um, he'd finished a race, done very well, but he didn't want to deal with the faff of the press and the pageantry afterwards <laughs> because. There was a, he heard there was a great party on. He said, Johnny, this was years ago, <laughs> before, before marriage. And, <laughs> and he said, and I remember him saying, so I was in the car with the race manager, and I, and I said, I insisted on driving his car, which was a Saab 900 turbo. No, it might Ooh. have been a Saab 99 turbo. Oh. Anyway, he said, I drove so fast and I forgot how badly they handled it. He says I crashed it straight into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I got straight out and said, right, we need to find another car. We can't be late for this party. Basically just abandoned, just abandoned what was a pretty new car straight into a tree, just steaming.
3: Oh, i told this story on the podcast before about when we did a thing, a car versus bobsled on Top Gear in um, uh, Lillehammer, I think, up in Norway where they invented the cheese slicer, weirdly. Did they? Yes, my Lillehammer fact. But they also had the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I was going to um, say that's a little better That was a little more relevant to their skill base, which was having a lot of snow. And we did a Bob Slay thing uh, with um, Henning Solberg, Petter Solberg's brother, driving a rally car. But he got there and he wanted to scope out the track, and his manager was there in his Audi S4, and Henning just went, give me the keys to your car. (laughs) And off he went down the track, and they heard it go, off down the thing, and there was a bit of a pause. And they were just standing there waiting for him to come back, and suddenly just saw him walking back up the track. <laughs> and he just went up to his manager and went, "I've crashed a car. We need another car." No, is <laughs> it? It's racing drivers, man, they just do not really... give a shit about the hardware. No, it's they... just hardware. When, when it's, it's broken, just... get me another one. Yeah, Fair you're right. absolutely right. Mm. Um, I have,
2: I have been in the car with. I've been in the car with um, with animals, some quite strange animals before. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know that much. Like, like how strange?
2: Um, I, I picked up a, what I thought was a, um, a dead squirrel once <laughs> why? And I, and I wrapped it in a coat and put it on the back seat and, why? Then it, and why? In, it woke up because <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why I actually can't remember I just felt and it was bloody alive and it was really not cool with the fact that it was the back of the car <laughs> so that was quite I've strange I've heard this about squirrels in confined spaces they are not cool because actually, that the uh, the merch van, the private ambulance, foxhole, it yep. has because it's a Stellantis vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got two rear view mirrors. It's got oh. one for children and cargo. Yes, they do that, and they? one for just looking out the back of the car. At, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. People tailgating at at you.
3: At the, the, the squirrel you're taking. Yeah, and, a squirrel and the car-
2: to the cargo mirrors are a little bit more curved, yep. so you can keep a close eye on. And I didn't have that when I was carrying a squirrel. So what, the first thing you knew of it was you were attacked
3: by a squirrel?
2: I just heard some thrashing <laughs> of fabric, and then you have to do the driving and looking back thing, which I can't stand. You do it a lot when you have children that are really young, because you think they're going to chunder or they're going to cry. Yep. You do the looking back a lot. It was awful. All right. Awful. Best ask another question, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think
3: so. I just saw a hand go after No, there's there. one. Where, where oh, are you I going? Just, well, I just saw, yeah. That's the
2: first hand I saw. Go on. Go on.
3: So. Here I was going go, to talk right.
2: about people that cut cars up and turn them into trailers that match their own cars. Isn't Did it a really shit idea? idea? Too? It's quite a shit idea, isn't it? No one's brought one tonight, have they? <laughs> no. But it is, though, isn't it? It's too heavy and it doesn't really do anything. Anyway, your question. If you could design your own one village, what would be about? Hmm.
3: I don't know. Richard? Oh, God, I was hoping you could answer because I was thinking... I don't know.
2: I, honestly, I'm stuck. I don't would know. Would you just
3: just cut a car in half and make it into a trailer? <laughs> cut a car in <laughs> half and turn it into a trailer. Did you see that Audi A2 that someone had done that to? Yes. And I thought, did you see it? Because I, yes, I, I, I thought of you and I thought it's a lot of work. Weak. Well, it would be because it's aluminum. aluminium. Yeah, and they'd made a front bulkhead. Yes. Which looks shit. And I don't know if it was aluminium or if it was like they just I think a it was just plastic. Plate. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I did. Which I, is. Dog shit. No, there's that guy that. who's done it with a Rover 75 as well. And he turns a- up at all the Rover 75 events that you'd imagine some of the Rover 75 would turn up to. But is it half the car or is it three quarters of the car? Uh, it's a half. It might be a pickup. I'm trying to remember. Like he's like taken the roof off as well. Oh, the,
2: oh. I've remember. seen caravans.
3: I've seen unusual caravans. What trailer? Trailer? There's an NSX trailer. But hang on a minute. The engine is back there. Explain yourself, Lewis. Yeah. And don't use the C word this time.
0: <laughs> so some... No, no. There's a guy, I think, in America
2: who's got an NSX and then from essentially the f- halfway up the A pillar back or maybe a little bit further, like behind the seats back, you know, where all the engine and stuff is. Yes. As a an attachment. I don't know if it works as a trailer or if it has a
3: drivetrain or anything. <laughs> Is this one of these NSXs that's based on a Ford Cortina? <laughs> yeah, it that one. Yeah. Okay. Witter. More importantly, does Witter make a tow bar for an NSX? Witter. Witter. Witter the tow yes, we, no, we, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Rick Witter, the lead singer of <laughs> Shed 7. Oh God, someone's showing me a picture. It's got a roof tent. I mean that's yes, but also no, <laughs> would be my answer to that. That's amazing. You couldn't see that. It's got a, it's got a roof tent on it, but it's the back of a first-gen NSX. It's, it's obviously a massive car crash victim.
2: Oh. And they, and it's either you crush the car and kill it, or you.
3: In that respect, then I suppose it's okay. Yeah. But at the same but it's time, an time awful it's not because you're what? right. How are you getting a tow bar on an NSX? I d- I don't know. <laughs> Probably, yes, just <laughs> tied to the gearbox, it's fine. Sorry, we've drifted off the point slightly. We've massively drifted off the point. I,
2: uh, <laughs> oh, I th- well. I think the thing that annoys me about cars, m- trailer
3: oh, cars... Oh, the picture's coming in for Johnny.
2: Oh, OK, yeah, that really is half an NSX. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much work for so little gain. That's the thing that I can't get well, my Well, because about.
3: they already make trailers. <laughs> they already make trailers. They already make cars. You don't need to turn one into the other. Is probably the point. Like nobody, well, apart from Ed China, he might turn suspension. a trailer into a car. There's
2: the so much work and matching alloys. Yeah.
0: So he's six the... alloys. It has airbag suspension. On the trailer, yeah. Like uh, the hydraulic, the airbags are all hooked up. So when he airs out, his trailer airs out as well.
3: Is that what they say? Airs out. Yeah. It airs out.
0: Oh, That's what do you, you do when you
3: leave the flaps open on the roof tent because you've had a bit of a, a musty <laughs> night. Yeah. Air out. Yeah. Sorry, I had a Sorry. barbecue dinner. Um, By the way, I'm blaming my bad
2: sinuses on that appalling Chinese takeaway that we had. I don't um, think
3: that do you, you know can the one? blame getting a cold on, on low-quality Chinese oh, food. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, it is true that we had low-quality I Chinese was food. That's very, very a good words. And yes, we went in and went and, and it ordered was. about six different things and it was ready in what, three minutes? Yeah, I'm going to say. Honestly,
2: Which is the, always a concern. By the time we'd ordered, by the time we'd done this and then paid with the contactless payment and we'd turned around and we'd gone back down and sat in the corner of this deserted Chinese takeaway and done that, the door burst open from the room, from, yes. from the, the chef's room and went with a the bag, there you go, we're like...
3: What? Wow, we both great.
2: looked at one another and went, "What?"
3: <laughs> but unfortunately, we were deranged with hunger and just ate it. Yeah, and we now did. Johnny believes he's got a he's got a cold. <laughs> it's definitely that kung pao it's chicken that. or something. Definitely. Um, definitely. Since I'm at the back of the room, is there another question? There's a man straight ahead of me.
0: This kind of relates to um, an earlier question, but you've been tasked with driving from Lands End to John O'Groats with two cars. One is the best car you can think of, and the worst car you can think of, with the best passenger you can think of, and the worst passenger you can think of. (laughs) But you've got to pick the cars and the passengers for each other. Oh, man. Oh. Well, I
3: like those odds. I mean, it's pretty (laughs) simple. For the worst passenger for Johnny, D, J, K, Lid, (laughs) your best mate. He the best, Johnny. He the best. He busy. the best yes. passenger. Yes. He got the, the best. best music. He the best You're going to have a great time. Now, hang on, sorry. Can I just, I'm going to have to clarify this. Is, wait, you can't drive two cars at once. I'm confused now. Hang on, we're coming back for rule clarification. You an awful lot of pointless walking there.
0: So you've both got to drive to land, from Land's End to John O'Groats. Okay. So Johnny can pick the car and the passenger for you. Oh. And you can pick the car and the passenger for Johnny. Now, do you decide to go for shit car, good passenger, or good passenger, shit car?
3: Ooh. Oh.
2: Hmm. I'm trying to think of who would be a terrible passenger so, for you. Oh, God, there's more rules.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> And also, one of the cars with DJ Khaled, obviously, the radio's broken. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, but wait. So if I'm, 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 giving, I'm giving Johnny DJ Khaled, maybe, hypothetically, I'm not committing. But that means he gets a good guy. car. Yeah, what car do
0: you give him that he'll
3: enjoy? The but it's thing. a long drive. Someone's oh. in the back. Um, so you want something actually quite... Like, I think you would quite like, say, a Porsche 911 GT3.
2: Well, I mean, it would be okay, absolutely. You would have to yeah. goose-fat
3: Khaled to get him through that role.
2: Unless you said with UB40, in which case there's simply not enough room for
3: them. <laughs> well, so, hang on, because uh, I would have a problem with UB40. Okay. <laughs> doing their sort of light reggae for <laughs> however many hours that would take. Reggae, hang on, super legera reggae. It is super leggera, ready. So,
2: could I say, book uh, a Vauxhall
3: Vivaro Vivara, Life
2: private ambulance But for that's you. not
3: a car you would choose for a long journey if you, if you didn't have to, if you could have, for example, a 288 GTO. Yeah, that, that, yes. But you've got some kind of incessant ring piece in the passenger seat, like DJ Khaled, or I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone who you'd find really annoying. Who I'd find really annoying? Yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I, I think, for that length of journey, I might struggle with Jerry Halliwell. Yeah. Because she talks a lot, doesn't she? She talks a lot. And yet says nothing. Yes. Is my impression. I don't want to speak ill of her. No. I'm sure she.
2: <laughs> no, that's right. I'm sure she is lovely. And what are
3: you, what are you in, then? So you're with well, Jerry? so that's... So, I've taken, so I would go... I don't know. We were talking about Porsche 959s earlier on, weren't we? Yeah. I might take my chances on a 959. Only take my chances because I may just drive it into a motorway bridge support because Jerry is going, Well, the other thing is right, you know, because I think the thing about clouds is they're very mystical, aren't they? Because they're fucking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this since Devon. Stop it. We're not even at Hilton Park services. It's not
2: exactly the question that you asked, but I've never actually driven from Land's End to Johnny Groats. But you know what, the, like the biggest peeve, um, stre- the stress that I have? when anyone who mentions that. Yeah. You've got to get to one of them to start. Yes. (laughs) It's
3: It's an underrated part, because I have done that.
2: Fucking hell, what a waste. You just go, I've already done a massive journey, can we just knock a bit off? Because I've already done 400 miles... So, can we? Is there any negotiation?
3: Oh, I apparently, this,
2: I know that Lands End's dismal because I have been there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like it's it's a pointless part of Cornwall. No disrespect to anyone from Lands End, um, but <laughs> is anyone from Lands? But End's? people only go there to stand by the sign, and then they realise it's dismal, and then they go home. So, therefore, I don't know what Johnny Groats is like. But I bet it's more Hang jolly on. than Lands End. I have a supplementary question: Are we
3: going in convoy? <laughs> You're shuttle running now. We can set off at the can same set time. Off
0: at the same time, but one of you has to put up with DJ Khalid. Okay. A shit car, and the other one has to put up with. I, I didn't hear who you said. Sorry.
3: Uh, Jerry Halliwell was I'm my possible again. placeholder. So
0: Jerry Halliwell. Yeah.
3: What am I in? Te-
0: technically, it should be good car, shit passenger. Shit, yeah. Shit car, good passenger. So, yes. You know.
3: All right. Gone. So hang on. I'm gonna. <laughs> this is. We can, It's got to over the gate. we can swap sudden. over, or we can't. Oh, no, swapping. Oh, shit. No swapping. See, I was going to go, Deo Lanos, But then, I don't know, who's interesting? There's loads of people. I'd have David Attenborough. Neil Tennant. But if t- Although he'd probably go, I'm sorry, could you just pull in to Nutsford Services, I want to get out. I'm bored of your questions about synthesiser pop music.
2: I don't know if David Attenborough is a good passenger. He might not be a very good one. He's quite old now, so he probably have to stop quite often. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I've got a litre and a half of water that I'm willing (laughs) to tip out. And because you're an old man and a lovely man and a British institution, I'll hold the bottle. What an honour. I think it would be an honour to hold it. It would. And I would just totally normalise the situation by talking about manta rays. (laughs) (laughs)
3: so what if he went I fucking hate manta rays
2: i go yeah so do I anyway talk about sharks instead I always wanted Attenborough to just do sort of like Attenborough Unleashed
3: Attenborough After Dark where he just goes look at this wasps and rats yes what a pricks Pricks. absolute bellend (laughs) have you ever seen such a show off tit in your life the fucking peacock I hate them they are though, aren't they? They are twats. They are, are show-offs. Twats, absolute twats.
2: There's one on the roof of um of a shed near near my my office. Properly goes for it, mm. and it does the shudder, the sideways shudder yep. as well.
1: Real wanker. slow shy, sideways.
3: <laughs> it is a wanker, you know, isn't it? But if you showed it the front of your Vivaro van. <laughs> like to see him putting his tail up at that
2: you, I mean I'm not I, I, I am against animal cruelty but do you remember when we used to do the Smith and Sniff videos and we were in Bulldog services in the corner like we usually do mm. and we just watched the world go by and the ambulance came in with a pheasant in the front grill that was still oh, alive God, yes do you remember oh. and we, were, we both just went Ugh. It's, a,
3: it's a pheasant and it's still alive and but then it, the paramedics realised it but then they were like oh, you realise they're people paramedics they're yeah. not necessarily. They haven't got the right kind of. You they know, just ECT got out and they stood there fencing. and they kind of went. Um, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Clear. Yeah.
3: <you> <laughs> <laughs> Feathers everywhere.
2: It was all very awkward. Yeah, that's a bit awkward. Um, have we got time for one more question? One more question. One more. Question. One more, one more one final question. It was straight there.
0: So, um, my husband Simon. Hi Simon. once um, Stitched me up by sticking a big Power by Fairy Dust sticker on oh. the back of my windscreen. <laughs> I hated them and I they're, didn't they're notice off. until I was kind of far into my journey, so I thought, oh, that's got to come off straight away, but each individual letter was stuck on, so I had to drive around for the rest of the day with a sticker on the back of my windscreen so <laughs> My question is, uh, what have people done to stitch you up in the past?
2: Stitch me up? Yeah. Oh gosh <laughs> uh,
3: I, Well, I, car wise, or just did it in life <laughs> um, I don't think we've got that long I, once, I, I used to I still do write for Evo magazine but those I those stickers work, are terrible um, I used to work in their office uh, sub-editing the magazine and deadline week and one night we'd stayed late getting the magazine put to bed and then I just I was really tired I got into my little Ford Cap, it was still my car at the time just bashed back down the M1 to get home and it was only the next morning I discovered that one of my colleagues from Evo, I won't name him Richard Meaden, but he had put the <laughs> sign from the disabled lou at the Evo office on the back of my Ford car. And it occurred to me afterwards that if I had broken down, I imagine I'd have got like the full SWAT team response because they'd have gone, sure, it's a wheelchair user, they have to, we have to help out. And it wasn't, it was just Meaden being a prick. <laughs> because he was mocking my car. In a slightly politically incorrect way. So, yeah, that was my, I, the, the first stitch-up that came to mind with sticking things to a car that you don't notice.
2: I'm trying to think if someone has... If someone's filled my car with um, balloons before. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's such a large amount of balloons. I mean a large amount, say 100 balloons. Mm. To the point where you can't see the inside of the car anymore. Um, and I didn't want to litter, so that was really difficult... Um, I, was, I immediately thought of that time when uh, it wasn't a car, but it was in the car magazine environment. And I've been away, I think I said this on a previous podcast, I've been away on a job for a couple of days and I worked on Max Power. And uh, obviously fun and japes took place in the office. Um, and I had a new desk and, and a fairly new chair. And the chair had been turned into a gigantic phallus <laughs> using, uh, let's just say, about a kilometre of bubble pack and some parcel tape. And, and I have photographic evidence of this. Yes. And, and the mouse had been turned into also a phallus <laughs> of the computer. And a, a large thing had been drawn in a very wide... I'm going to say sort of Rolf Harris-style... Uh, uh, car- cartoon drawing Catherine. pens... Oh, yes. ...on my desk. And I got into work oblivious to all of this and had the HR lady, Lynn, (laughs) (laughs) just there immediately, just going, we need to talk about this. Come and follow me. And she thought I'd done it to my own desk. (laughs) Of course I've done that to my own. I said, listen, of course I've done this to my own desk. It's a brand new desk. I've drawn a gigantic blue dong on it because that's what everyone does, isn't it? And bearing in mind my desk is about five foot wide. It's quite a... You know. So, do you know what she did? What? She made me Brillo-pad it off, <laughs> which took about an hour and a half, and then I had a Brillo-padded shape of a dong on my desk for about five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same, but Brillo-padded out. And in her head, she'd won. After <laughs> that.
3: Well, that's the role of HR. And that's that. Yes, exactly. Right. So, right. Well, we should bring this to a close. Um, but before we do. Uh, I have three things to tell you. Uh, The first one is that Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Awake With Toothache Show, uh, in which Johnny goes about his normal on-camera duties, but having been up all night with agonising mouth pain. Um, (laughs) This week, uh, he's in Doncaster. He's slightly distracted because he believes he's cracked a molar while driving a new Chinese EV called the Wow Wow Smooth Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) If that's not to your taste, because it's made up, there's always the Late Break Show, lots of excellent videos on there about cars. Um, Second thing I have to say is, once again, thank you ever so much for coming out tonight uh, to see this. Um, It it is... It's disappointing at best.
2: and thank you to the uh, Little Car Company for supporting yes. us, uh, dressing this amazing hangar at Bicester Heritage, putting some incredible scale cars um, on display. Yeah. Um, and thanks to everyone involved uh, the Little Car Company. Thanks to Lisa at the merch stand over there.
3: Um, have I forgotten anybody else? Probably. Uh, well, I was just going to say thank you yet to Emily and Elsby who did all the hard work in yeah. organising all of this.
2: Including the AA signs on the road. Yeah, including the AA signs, really signs on the road.
3: Um, third thing I have to Don't say Don't steal is, them on um, the way out. The it's generally accepted. The most universally understood term in the whole world is "okay." What? No matter where you go in the world, people will generally understand if you say "okay." And "okay" is weird because it's not really a word. It's it was it's, we've made it into a word. where We spell it "okay," A-Y, but originally it was just it was literally just "okay." And it was first it first appeared. I've got this written down because I don't know it. In a newspaper in the U.S., the Boston Morning Post in 1839, as a joke. They wrote, everything is OK, brackets, all correct. It was a gag that OK doesn't stand for all correct. And somehow it's been adopted universally as meaning all right.
2: I remember these little stickers in the corner of the Honda windows, which is OK Honda. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the
3: thing. It's it's used in places where our alphabet is not used.
2: I always thought it was, this Honda's not brilliant.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it does sound a bit like, (laughs) it's just simply OK. I think actually the modern Hondas just have meh in the window. Do they? Yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah. All right. yeah. Do you know what it's claimed that the second most universally understood phrase in the world is? I'm, I don't want to guess. <laughs> I don't, I'll get it It's wrong. DJ Khaled. <laughs> is it? No, it's not. It's Coca-Cola. Is it really? Yeah, though I think that's claimed by the Coca-Cola Corporation of America, so they might be talking shit. Um... LAUGHTER <laughs> yeah if you go to anywhere in the world even though they don't speak a you know a, a English or derivation derivation of it they will know Coca-Cola and okay 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 here's, here's a song, a song. <laughs> <laughs> listen everybody
2: thank you so much for coming to uh, watch and listen to this absolute nonsense uh, and if you're listening thanks for listening again to also this nonsense um,
3: well, I have more three podcast. things to
2: say because I've said more than three things uh, I'm probably going to live to regret the one about the KN and the pissing <laughs> so um, thank you for, for coming and thank you for listening
3: thank you, Good
2: night. Marks, t-shirts, stickers
3: mugs, t-shirts, stickers Marks, t-shirts, stickers
2: we might do hats soon we haven't decided This may come as a surprise But Smith and Sniff have merchandise
3: You won't believe your eyes Smith and Sniff have merchandise Sadly we don't do pies But Smith and Sniff have merchandise One day we might sell ties Smith and Sniff have merchandise